Hi, thank you for tuning into this short story episode of the Digital Nomad Stories podcast. Over the past months, I've interviewed a lot of digital nomads and I've learned so much from all of them. I wanted to highlight some of the key insights I got from all the interviews released so far. So I decided to release a 10 to 15 minute short story episode every Thursday, in addition to the full interviews that go live every Monday. Okay, so this short story episode is a very good one if you are starting your digital nomad life soon or you're thinking about how can I even start this because on social media, especially Instagram, I'm looking at you, (laughs) it looks like a lot of people, they just make a decision, cancel everything, sell all all their stuff and then start traveling and I don't know, make this lifestyle work. Which is a one way to do it, yes. And this is actually how I did it. I just left. I had nothing, no apartment, sold all my stuff, but also no money, no idea. (laughs) And I made it work. But however, this is an, an incredibly stressful way to start your digital nomad lifestyle. And there's another way. The the other way, I'll spoil it here, is just taking a step by step approach. Just figuring it out step by step. And that is actually how Ninke Nina, founder of Digital Nomads Daily, did it. How she started her digital nomad lifestyle. And in this episode, she shares which steps she took to start her digital nomad life. And also why it is important to consider taking these steps and not just taking one big leap how I did it. Um, So... I think Ninkanina has some awesome tips here. She also has a really cool podcast called Digital Nomads Daily. Definitely check that one out if you are interested in interviews with digital nomads. You probably are because you're here. I think you might also like her podcast. So first of all, enjoy this short story episode. The full interview is linked in the show notes. And then if you go to that full interview... You can also find all the links to Ninkanina's podcast, her social media channels and things like that. She has a lot to share, so highly recommend. Uh, But like I said, first of all, enjoy this short story episode. Yeah, so the one thing that I really see in, in the digital nomad sort of movement is that on Instagram and other places, a lot of people sort of voice like, take the leap now, like leave everything behind. And like it. It's a very big transformation that people um, suggest. And I don't think that that is very sustainable. And I I say that because like day to day, this lifestyle, you have to make a lot of choices. So even though you kind of jump in a pool of freedom, you, you still need to know whether you go left or right and when you have to take a turn, what's in front of you. Like there's still a lot of decision making. So if you kind of take everything out and and jump into deep, then it's going to be really, really deep and it's going to be stressful. It's stressful for your body. It's it's stressful for your mind. You might have to worry about your financial situation. You have to worry about health. Like it, it's not to say that it's not fun because it's a lot of fun. But, you know, the more choices you have to make, the more stressful this lifestyle is. So taking a big jump like that, I don't, I just don't really recommend it. And I had small jumps, 
And now I, I can say I'm pretty successful at it, but it's still difficult every day. But at least there were small jobs. And they prepare and, yeah, you more and more. Yeah. 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 I totally agree with you. I did the big leap. And like you said, it was stressful as hell. I would not recommend it. And I made it. I mean, it's going well now, but it was very stressful for about two years. And that is a long time to have a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just not not as much fun when you worry a lot about, like, everything. Uh, and also, you said that it's cool to have a lot of freedom. But then, if you can do anything you want, the next question is, what do you want? Yeah. Because otherwise, you still cannot use that freedom. So, That's so true. it's very yeah. important to figure that out. And these in-between steps can definitely help you. Yeah, definitely. And, and also, I think that um, this is also why I started Digital Nomads Daily. Because when I even did the tiniest job, just going to Bali and just be there with my, in my friend's place, I was, I was extremely comfortable there because he had a big house. And he did this lifestyle for a very long time already. He didn't even post about it on Instagram, but it was just the way he ran his business uh, because he has an international company. So I learned like from him um, without realizing I was actually learning. But when I started Digital Nomads Daily, that really came from, from an, a personal need on asking other people, like, how do you make money? How do you find friends? How do you know your next location? And I started recording these things because I used to have a YouTube channel when I was in the Philippines. And, you know, I, I kind of like this kind of stuff, right? So I was like, I will just record it. Maybe it's going to be useful one day. And then in like a wave of passion, this Digital Elements Daily started as a project. But even that, making that into a business, like that wasn't happening at the time. It was just... It was just too overwhelming. And this is also something that I see is that one thing is to, to go across the world and start a new life there. Then you have to think about how are you going to make money? So if you can work remotely, that would be great. But then if you're going to start your own online business, like making 30K or 100K in whatever days, bullshit. Just because one person did it, it's not going to make you successful. Like results only come from action not by like following people on instagram or taking a course like you still need to do the work and it was hard like um yeah and then actually i took a pause because things were not going so well and then in my pause i was like one and a half year of pause in digital moments daily because i wasn't it was a project i wasn't able to make it work and then when i had when i felt like I had enough money in the bank. I had like stable job. All of that is working very well right now. That's when I restarted Digital Nomads Daily and turning it into a business, which is, that's like incredibly hard. <laughs> it is. <laughs> they forget to tell you that on Instagram and it all looks so easy and cool, but it yeah. is, it is not, not easy at all. How did you do that? How did you make money in the meantime? Did you get a remote job or did you get a local job somewhere? Or how was that for you? Well, I, I got it all, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> I felt so hard on my face. Like, man, this is like, I, I find it kind of funny right now. But I, I think that my dad, my dad turned turn gray, like even 
faster than he was supposed to because of <laughs> well, because it's really of you. <laughs> yeah well like this is so stupid okay so i was in bali i was doing more like freelance work because i quit my job so i had three months of great money coming in um and i was not entirely sure what i was doing but i i was doing stuff and it was all in, in sort of digital content kind of space. But then after three months, my uh, client, who basically was my only income stream or source of income, they decided to uh, not continue to work because of the change in their business. So it had nothing to do with me, but it was just, just how business goes. And that's when like sort of this spiral of shit started to happen. And it's because I wasn't prepared. And it's just stupid because I wasn't thinking about, oh, what if this client is, is not going to pay me? Or what if this client stops? Like, I, I wasn't thinking about the what ifs. So that got me into the situation where I was like, like scrambling for jobs. Um, I was doing all sorts of stuff. Then I stupidly took like a really large course, which a friend of mine gifted to me. So I didn't pay for it, but it was like tremendous amount of hours. Like, why did I even do that? Like, like why would you take a course if you don't have money in the bank? Like, that's really stupid, I feel. Then uh, at one point I was like, okay, this is not gonna work out. So the same friend who helped me before, he was like, Nina, I think you should really start looking for a remote job. I was like, but how does that work? He was like, you know, I have people in my company that work remotely, you just do the job, but remote. Like, it's fine. So this is what I started doing. Um, I'm looking for a job. That's super hard too. Like, you know, it's very difficult because looking for a job in general is difficult. So can you imagine remote? And this is like before pandemic, right? So it's not like this wasn't a big thing yet. Fast forward is that I found two opportunities. And this is also one of the stories I share in my book, because this is, this is going to happen to a lot of people. Unfortunately, I found two, no, three opportunities. Opportunity one was in a beauty company in the Netherlands. And it was, yeah, it was really nice, but I wasn't, I'm not like a beauty girl. Like I don't, I don't care so much about beauty products. So I wasn't really, I wasn't intrigued. Option two was for a tech startup. Well, I was before in a tech startup, really loved the startup vibe. So I was very, very interested. Option three was for an American company. The founder is like a really cool person, but I was not happy with the contract because Americans have this sort of killer contract because in the States you can sue each other for anything and everything. So the contract is really tight. And if you're Dutch, you don't have contracts like that. It's more like an agreement, mutual agreement rather than like, like a choking contract. So those were the three options. I went for option two, the tech startup. I worked for them for five weeks. Me didn't sign a contract because they, they delayed the contract. So after five weeks, they didn't pay me. So I was like, I had 20 euros in my bank. Like this is, this is like the lowest moments in my life. I was crying because I was like, what just happened? And then I took, turned down the other two. And my dad was like, just come home already. Like give up, like it's done, like you're done. Like, this is it. Just get a job. You have good education. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So I got help, luckily, from my friend. And then I sent a Facebook message to the owner of the beauty company. And I just said, 
hey, it didn't work out, um, but if you want to hire freelancers, I'm available. And then he said, oh, it didn't work out on our end as well. So could you, when can you start? So on Friday, I sent a message on Tuesday and signed the contract and I started. I worked with them for two years. Very nice company. I made friends there. It was, um, it was very good. But then at one point, I felt like there was no growth. I wasn't going to make more money and I was paid hourly and there were not a lot of benefits. So it was kind of like after two years, I felt like I needed to stop. And today I am a consultant for company number three because the guy is really, really cool. His company is epic. So next to Digital Nomads Daily, I'm, I'm working in, a, in the growth team of that company as a digital marketing person. So the, the company that screwed me over, like, like, big, big finger to them. Like, oh, yeah. I hate them. I will not mention them, obviously, but yeah. they ever hear, like, they're, this is going to happen. So for everyone who's listening, sign a contract, do a lot of research. And if there's something that doesn't feel right, just do more research and, and just don't go with it. Yeah. You need to feel safe. Also, maybe follow your intuition because there's usually red flags, but you're excited to work for them. And you just don't want to see it. I mean, I've, I've had this with clients as well. I didn't have a remote job, but with clients, there's also usually a red yeah. flag or two or three. And then down the line, you're like, who is this person? <laughs> and yeah, that, that definitely happens. Thank you for sharing that, because I do think it's important to know that things like these, this might happen. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. I would appreciate it even more if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That way, more people can find this podcast, more people can hear the inspiring stories that we're sharing, and the more people we can impact for the better. So thank you so much if you are going to leave a review. I really appreciate you, and I will see you in the next episode.